I think one of the first interactions I had with Matt was him uh, referring to himself to, uh, green and gold until I'm dead and cold. And uh, that's where I'm at with the whole. Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> Welcome to Packers Without Borders. I'm your co-host, Matt Larson. I'm Bruce Edmonds. Get ready for an hour of Packers, dad life, laps, and love. Vamanos! I am Mick Stevenson from Granger, Indiana, giving a shout out to Packers Without Borders with Bruce and Matt. The Packers Without Borders, Matt Larson, one of your co-hosts. I'm here with my good buddy Bruce out in El Paso. Bruce, buenos dias, mundo lindo. <laughs> buenos dias to Bruce. We are with a good friend, long time no see, Packer fan. Jeremy Retz. Jeremy, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well, boys. How are you? Very good, thank you. Where Whereabouts in the world are you? Uh, so right now I'm at home. I, I, I'm in Banning, California. Uh, it's it's about 10 o'clock in the morning. It, it hasn't begin, begun to get very hot yet. So uh, I'm outside enjoying uh, enjoying the, the nice morning air and, uh, you know, good to be with you guys. That's for sure. Right on. Thanks for coming on, man. We've got a handful of questions we want to get to you here. First off, how did you become a Packers fan in California? Uh, you know, growing up, so I've never, never been to Wisconsin. I'm actually going my first time um, in October. I'll be seeing you there, Bruce. Um, yep, yep. Um, but growing up, um, I remember two things about sports, and that was – Mike Tyson knocking dudes out constantly in the first round and Joe, the, the greatness of Joe Montana. My dad was a big 49ers fan. Uh, and then it turned out, you know, he actually was just a Joe Montana fan. Um, I remember, I remember vividly uh, uh, Tyson getting knocked out by Buster Douglas. And I remember, I remember Joe Montana getting traded to, the uh the kansas city chiefs and at that point in time my dad switched allegiances and, and even as a kid you know that didn't really sit well for me for whatever reason it just didn't feel right and you fast forward a few years um i had started smoking weed i'm maybe 13 14 years old at the time which is a little too early to be doing that and uh and I also I was this little skater kid. Right. So I was I thought I was this little punk rock kid and I was in the Green Day at the time. Were you a hoser? I, yes. Yeah, so I was definitely a hoser. We didn't call him that. But but that is exactly what I was. Um, it's catching on. It's catching but, on. But, Hashtag but, hoser. But I was I was I was Bruce's version of a hoser, not yours, Matt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um I ended up watching something just offhandedly seeing something about Brett Favre. And it was, you know, a year or two before they won the Super Bowl. So I, I started rooting for him and it kind of put it all together. I, I, 
when you're a little kid and, you're, and you started smoking weed, like your favorite color is green. So there's there's that. And then there's green <laughs> green day. I, this is ridiculous. I get it. But they, they, they was, <laughs> there was green day and green band. I was like, well, this all makes so much sense. So so I became a fan um, at that point in time. But it didn't really happen in earnest until later on in my life when I kind of was faced with the same situation that my dad was with Brett Favre and, and Joe Montana, um, where I was forced to kind of um, make the choice of, well, you know, am I going to be a, a Brett Favre fan or a, or a, a Green Bay Packers fan? And um, I was like, well, I'm not going to root for the Jets after he's gone. That's for sure. And so I ended up sticking with with 12. And that's when I really got into it, started watching preseason and, you know, figuring out that defense really mattered because at that point it was just about Brett Favre. But uh, that's that's pretty much how it how it went down. And and I, I kind of it kind of sucked because I didn't realize how much I was going to love them and, and how difficult it was going to be to see them play on a regular basis. Absolutely. Wow, man, that's that's actually that's actually very interesting that it's very fitting, right? I guess at this point in this juncture, and, and I don't want to touch a lot on, on what the current situation, but the fact that you're either a fan of a player and usually it's a player that makes you gravitate towards a team, right? In one way or another. And, but eventually you either become a fan of that team or you become again. And, and that split that you talked about with that 50, 50 it's you have Rogers fans and Rogers apologists and you have Green Bay Packer fans. That That's what it is. And it's interesting to me to see how split the fan base really is with this. And I, I don't, whatever. I mean, I, I was an apologist too. And last night I, I was getting together with, with some, my cousin and, and we were drinking some. And obviously he, he asked me, he's like, so what's, everybody asks you, right? What's going on with Rogers? And I was like, at this point, dude, I, I've been a Rogers apologist with his drama and all that type of stuff. You kind of see past it. He, he seemed like a good dude, you know, whatever it is. And I don't care how you run your life. Just, just be, be good. Be, be yourself. I'm done apologizing for him. And I don't care if he's here or he's not at this point, it's, it's yeah. Green Bay Packers. And it seems like that's kind of what you saw with your dad, you know, where he was following a specific player, not a team. And you you gravitated towards a team because of a player, but you've become a Packer fan, right? Not a Far fan or a Rogers fan. So that's yeah, you're in the right place, buddy. You're in the right. No, place. absolutely. Like like uh, I think one of the first interactions I had with Matt was him uh, referring to himself uh, green and gold until I'm dead and cold, and uh, that's where I'm at with the whole thing. You know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not. If he takes off, he takes off. I, I won't be rooting for him if he does. Um, but I, you know, I want my I want my Green Bay Packers to succeed, and that's why I, that's why I would still want him on the team. You know, he gives us the best chance next year, and if if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, we move on. And and I I would look forward to in earnest if we if we, if love ends up being good, man. That <laughs> that would be the greatest thing that oh, possibly could have happened. How heartbroken would the rest of the division be? You know, They're, here they here they are thinking <laughs> we're about to crumble, and and we take off again. And and uh, man, I, that that right there might be the sweetest sweetest part of the whole thing. Packers Without Borders is brought to you by Bear Septic Services. When you really need to suck, think Bears. Hashtag not a sponsor. 
Well, I've got a good question for you here. I always, I, I'll start off with this. I usually try to end with this, but we'll start off with this one. So if you were on a deserted island and you could only pick two albums, what would they be? Uh, yeah. Uh, so my, my first one would be Sublime 40 Ounces to Freedom. Yeah. Um, that, that, nice. is, that, that is my all-time favorite. After that, you know, it gets... And I know we can't do greatest hits, right? That's cheating, oh, right? That's cheating. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I, I think, I think it would, it would probably be either. It would probably be the Black Album by by Metallica. And I, it's hard to find an album that you just like almost every song on, right? Mm-hmm. If it wasn't that, it, you know, it might be Vulgar Display of Power by Pantera. Honestly, I think I, yeah, I'll switch that out for the for the black album and roll with that one. That's a better choice. That's a better choice. I was about to, I was about to correct you. (laughs) I was like, of all of the Metallica albums, you go with the most radio friendly, like ride the lightning and justice for all kill them all. Anyway, have you ever heard of master of puppets? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm sitting there. I I guess I'm going to be, I'm going to be in two moods the whole time I'm on this album and it's, it's, uh, it's either feeling pretty vibey or just really pissed off based on my music selections. Okay. Tailgate snacks or food. Oh, for me, you know, I know, I know Wisconsin, it's, it's all about, it's all about broad fan, but I, I, I just love having a burger. Give me a cheeseburger, big thick cheeseburger with just some lettuce, some mustard, some ketchup and, fresh jalapeno slices and and that that's what i want to grub on right there there you that's go that's my not the not the pickled jalapenos no, no 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 we've got a restaurant in town and they use the stuff from the jar and i'm like do not put that crap on mm-hmm. my food man i'm like either yeah. go down to the produce section and get some fresh ones or don't use them at all so right? what i need to do and i'm sure so you've heard of toreados right chiles toreados you know what that is no i don't Okay, well, what you do is you take those suckers and you throw them on a, you take the jalapenos or serranos or whatever it is that you want mm. on the grill and you burn the skin until they're pretty much black on the outside. Right. And then you drop them in some lemon and some soy sauce with some onions and you just let it sit there mm. in that and then put that and take a bite out of that. Like you take a bite out of your burger and then you take a chile toreado and you bite that and you will be in heaven, brother. You're going to you're going to have to send me that because that sounds because <laughs> I've, I've had, you know, you go to a, a restaurant or something and, and they'll have the grilled jalapenos or something like that. And I don't think they've soaked them in that juice. And that juice sounds amazing. Yep. So it, you're it, I'm going to I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll put it on. I'll, I'll send yes. you my little recipe for chiles toreados. It's pretty for simple, sure. but it's delicious. No, it if, sounds sounds great. So, Jeremy, if you could play one position on the Green Bay Packers, which position or what is it? Which or what? What position? Which? 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 Which, which position would you take? Oh man! It, it, well, for me, I, I'm now. I just I'm, I'm automatically good at this. No matter that I'm not six foot four or something like that. We're just saying I'm I'm good, and I get to pick whatever I want to do. Yeah, yeah, I'd want to be quarterback for sure. Yeah, you know, lead the, the offense. Yeah, the the stars. You know, they they they're the most involved every single play. You know, I you 
you uh, you think about cornerback and and like for a guy like Jair, who's hardly ever get thrown to that would that might be my second favorite because it's just I think that's just the honestly probably the coolest and, and maybe the maybe the hardest position to play. See, but, this is this is why I like you, Jeremy, because yeah. that's what I play. I played <laughs> corner and it is the hardest position. You get no love whatsoever. Yep. Yeah. You know, oh. like like with Jair, it was like, you know, God, he must get bored back there sometimes because he's so good. They just quit throwing to him, you know, and he's like, send it this way so I can at least try and pick this thing off and take it back to the house. And, you know, he spends most gay days just, you know, chasing guys around and and ruining their day but uh that's right it's tough it's tough because you can lull yourself to sleep with good play yep you can lull yourself to sleep and then before you know it the guy makes a double move you haven't seen all day and he's gone yep and and you were sound asleep and that'll be the only one anybody remembers you know that'll be the play that everyone remembers no, no one remembers, you know, how uh, uh, Chris King actually had a pretty good game going until all of a sudden we left eight guys on the field before the half. Yep. You know, nobody remembers that. <laughs> yeah, it was that was like 20, 20 the, the NFC championship game in 2014. You know, uh, yeah. Tremont Williams was playing very well and, you know, it, it went into overtime and what was it? First or second shot of, of overtime. And, and yeah. They Dude, put their just, fastest guy on one of our slower guys. Yep. I mean, it's a classic matchup. And Tremont was right there. I mean, you got to give it to Tremont. He was on top of it. And yep. I think it was, was it Lockett? Was I think it, Lockett it was. Uh, Lockett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that bastard. He's one of those guys that you hate unless he's on your team. And yeah. then you're like, he's the greatest. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Bruce? Yeah, so my question for you is just real quick, what are you looking for? What battle are you most looking for in training camp as we're moving into it? What is it that you're looking forward to? See? Uh, it's 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 I, I want to see what the what the, you know, the first round rookie Eric Stokes can do. I'm looking forward to him. But more than anything, um I want to see love play. You know, I'm, I'm the, and during the preseason, especially I, I want to see I want to see the kid throw the ball. I want to see how much he's progressed um, and we're going to get to see a lot of him, you know, whether whether Rogers shows up or not. We're going to see a whole lot of Jordan Love. So I'm really forward to looking looking forward to seeing him. I want to see I want to see Devin Funches. I've got I, yeah. I really like yeah. that guy. I got a feeling he's going to be a stud for us this year. Um I, I hope he plays a lot. I, I'm thinking I, I did bold predictions at some point. I, I said, you know, a thousand yards for Funches or, or double digit touchdowns. And if he if he can pull either one of those things off, I'll be pretty excited for him. I think I think we're going to see Funches kind of play the role like James Jones. Remember when uh, uh, JJ caught uh, 14 touchdowns in one season? Yes. I think we're going to see him in, in something like that where his his yard numbers aren't going to be astronomical. Yeah. But he's going to be deadly inside that twenty. Yep, yep, yep. That's what I think. Yeah. And I, oh. I hope so. I mean, he's a he's a big boy. You know, he, he's 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 got the body for it. So I'm I'm really looking for it. And it's he's he's the most veteran. Well, besides Devontae, right? I, I'm not sure when when Devin came into the to the league, but uh, he's either the most or the second most as far as wide receivers on our roster. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. So, and he's, and he's fast. He's got wheels. He's got yeah. wheels. So he can go. So you imagine MVS on one side, Funches on the other, and you got Adams there too. It, it's called pick your poison. Yeah, for sure. So 2015 you know? was his first year for Funches, 2015. Okay. So, so, so he's like got, 27, 28. Yeah. So he's younger than, he's younger than Devonte, right? Yep. We, we got, we got Devonte. Was it the 2014 draft? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what does the future for the Green Bay Packers look like? Man, we're going to find out, aren't we? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, there's there's so much up in the air right now. It really all all it, it depends on on one guy at this point in time. Um, I, I tell you that the most disturbing part of everything was the most disappointing thing that that happened yesterday was the, the news about Devonte Adams, and I'm not super worried about it. But if he goes, that's that's a huge hit. But like we were talking about earlier, I, if, if if twelve leaves and Jordan Love is a player. Um, I think the future is bright. You know, the, 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 the core of this team, there's talent all over the place, you know, and, and we don't need, you, you know, with Devontae, we've got our, our flashy wide receiver guy, but, you know, we, we just need dudes at the rest, you know, across from them. We need guys that, that keep with good hands and that can, that can block in the run game. And we've got those guys. So if, if Jordan Love, I think, I think, I think Matt LaFleur, you know, it's, it's no, it's no coincidence that, that, that we went 13 and three back to back. And it's not, Absolutely. Just because, it's not just because of Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers did not play like an MVP, you know, in 19. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think Jordan can, can meet that same level of play as Rodgers in 2019, maybe not the first year, but with AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, I'm really looking forward to AJ Dillon. I think the running game is ha is going to end up being more of the focal point, like Absolutely. it is in like it is in Tennessee, and we got the we got the boys to do it. And I think I think we're going to be okay no matter what. I still I'm going to tell I'm going to say we win the division no matter what. Oh, this is Shelly from Gwen, Michigan, and you are listening to Packers Without Borders with Matt and Bruce. Fuck without, a yeah. without a doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean. It, it looks like, and Bruce and I were talking about this earlier, it looks like that move to get Blake Bortles. Bortles can can play that offense. He can hand that ball off. He can make those little passes. We just signed Aaron Jones. We've got Dylan for a couple more years. the O-line is going to keep him upright, dude. Our O-line is un it's a top yes. still. It doesn't yeah, right? matter. That's what you need for a young quarterback, man. And then how many, you know, they, they broke the talks off with Devontae. This happens. This, this happened with uh, Bakhtiari. This happened yep. with Aaron Jones. Yep. This happens. I'm sure the Packers are a little handcuffed right now with this whole Rogers situation because we can't get them to restructure. We can't get them to resign. We can't get them to show up to OTAs. So I guess we've just got to wait and see if he holds out. Because yeah. if he holds out, at least then they can move forward and maybe they can start guaranteeing some of this stuff for Devontae. But yeah. like I asked Bruce earlier, how many teams in the NFL have the highest paid quarterback, the highest paid wide receiver, the highest paid left tackle, the highest paid nose tackle, the highest paid, like, we got to stop yeah. getting these highest pays. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. God forbid that, that we've done such a good job drafting that we have to pay people all over the place that are internal as opposed to bringing outside players. Right. Right. Absolutely. And I, I love Devonte, but 
And I, of course, I want to see him in green and gold for the rest of the, for as long as he plays. I, Absolutely. I'm too, I'm too loyal to these players. If, if I were in charge, Charles Woodson would still be on this team. So yeah. play Matthews, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And we are. Far would still be playing if I was in charge. <laughs> yeah, we we we'd suck, but I'd be happy. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. you know, I'm like, here's my yeah. favorite guys. Look at them. But um, I mean, if it, if it comes down to between Jair and Devonte, I, I I lean towards I lead towards Jair Alexander. If that's who we if if we got to pay one of those two, that's the guy I want to get paid. He's younger. Oh. Wow, Jay, that's that that's actually a bold statement, man. Number one <laughs> wide receiver, number one corner, and I agree. You know. I think I do agree with you on that, but I'd never even thought about that that way, right? Are we going to yeah. pay Monte or are we going to pay Jair? Because I want to pay Jair, number yeah. one corner. That dude yeah. is phenomenal, but you're talking about the number one wide receiver in the league and the number one corner and the number one left tackle and the right. number one running back duo. And it, that's interesting, man. I never even thought of that. That's, it that's seems good, good we've, had, we've had so many – and maybe this is just me – you know, being in my bubbers, bubble Packard fan dumb, but we've had so many great wide receivers and we've had, you know, we had Charles Woodson, which, which he's the best cornerback I've ever seen play. Um, and then we've had guys that were really good. Tremont was really good. You know, uh, Atari Bigby was really good, but, but Jair seems to be on that other level. And, and it just seems like it's so much harder to find, a guy like that at that position, then there is to find somebody to, you know, run routes and catch football. We need a, you know what we need, Matt and Jeremy, we need a nickname for Jair, not store-bought. We need to come up with a nickname for him. I, I well, I had pitched this uh, not too long ago on Twitter. Now I think I had about four followers at the time. So it definitely didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't take off, but I always, I called uh, Kevin King. King, he was King Cut, King Tut, and uh, King Alexander Cut. Was, yeah, King Cut. Yeah, yeah, King yeah. Cut. Yeah, yeah. There's a little Freudian, <laughs> Freudian slip, Freudian slip there. Yeah, um, and uh, Jair was Alexander the Great. You know that that kind of made sense to me, but uh, maybe it's I like wild. that Alexander yeah. the Great. They usually come up with names though, like uh, the A Train. You know what yeah. I mean? Like uh, uh, J Money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Who's your favorite player and why is it Kurt Benkert? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my favorite player is Kurt, Kurt Kurt Benkert. Um and uh you know I've been I've been I've been trying I've been sending him um messages on uh on Twitter trying to get him to friend me on uh on on PlayStation Network and he hasn't done it yet. I haven't gotten a reply. Kurt. Be nice. I think, You're at I, Jeremy Reds. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Kurt. Come on, Kurt. He's just so likable, man. You, yeah. you see all, all the stuff that he posts, and you know how yeah. it is for, for Green Bay Packers fans. We love our backup quarterbacks, dude. Oh, yeah. And we don't care if he's plays. We don't care if he's any good. We just – we like – he's back there. You know, he he's uh, – He's making a smile. He's, he's, he's a good-looking kid, and he's just friendly. He looks like he's got a nice family. He's out there running around in full-size, you know, halo halo suits. Um, oh, and I saw a video of him skating the other day, so I was like, well, I, no, I definitely love this guy. Oh, he's a hoser. Yeah, he's Dude. a hoser. <laughs> no, no, he's not. Just too yeah. American. Just <laughs> you know, too American. He's a U.S. hoser, not a Canadian yeah. hoser. U.S. hoser. Okay, so Jeremy – 
how many times does the league MVP win or play in the Super Bowl? One. Uh, not eighty-seven uh, percent of the time, the league MVP does not play or win the Super Bowl. Eighty-seven percent of the time. Oh, you were asking me a percentage. How I many? Actually- if most of the time we don't need the MVP of the league or the number one wide receiver to win a Super Bowl, and I mean nine times out of ten, you don't need either of those players. What are we worried about? Here's 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 my question to that. It, how many times has a non MVP quarter type quarterback won two Super Bowls? Eli Manning. Oh God, that's fuck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I understand the, Bra- the Brady having... Kryptonite. The Brady let's, Kryptonite. Let's, uh, I, I, let's. I understand that. Let's go get a Eli. Right. I understand <laughs> that having the league MVP increases our chances. I want the league MVP. <clears throat> I understand that having the number one wide receiver increases our chances. I want the number one wide receiver. But at the same time. Other teams are winning without the number one wide receiver, without the league MVP, without half of all of these expensive guys. We, they don't have the best left tackle. We have the best left tackle. We didn't go to the Super Bowl. You know, so my point is, is guys, as long as we're winning, what are we upset about? We haven't lost a game yet. We're 13 and three, two years in a row, just like you said. This whole Matt LaFleur offense. It's completely different. We've got Aaron Jones back there who's running a country mile every time he gets out there. we got A.J. Dillon who looks like Derrick Henry, you know, except shorter and meaner. Yep. I think Blake Bortles steps right in, starts to manage a little bit. Everybody says it'll be Jordan Love. You know what? Why don't we, if, if, if Rodgers decides, if Rodgers decides, I love I'm done, I'm retired, I'm somewhere else, I, I'm whatever, I'm not playing for the Packers again. I think maybe we put Bortles in first and let Love watch Bortles. Love hasn't stood on the sidelines dressed, ready to go for a year yet. Yeah. And now, I would, it, who I was – uh, go ahead, Matt, I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, I, do, do we have – do we know now – see – it was all OTAs in, in mini camp, but was was Jordan getting the majority of the number one snaps? All of them. Yeah, all of them. Okay. All of them, basically. Like, there okay. were seventeen snaps, and he was getting fourteen. Yeah. So yeah. that I mean, it's they're getting him ready. I I, I think they're they're getting Jordan ready. Um, you know, it was it was encouraging. I, I don't take too much from 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 mini camps and OTAs, but they, he did have that, that day where he kind of went off and that was, that was encouraging to see, you know, you, you need to see some sort of progress. And he had, he had a hell of a day after that. Packers without borders brought to you by extremely loud Bluetooth speakers. When you want everyone in the parking lot to know your business, crank it up. Bluetooth. Hashtag not a sponsor. All right, I'm Andy from Sheffield, and I was listening to Packers Without Borders with Bruce and Matt. We all know Rodgers doesn't usually play his best in, in you know, in training camp. He's trying new things out, getting timing down. He takes That's more what chances. That's yeah, what it's exactly. For. But um, I, I, I'd be pretty disappointed if it's not Jordan Love week one, because it, it just it 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 and, it and it it might be the smart thing to do, you know. Blake Bortles, he's he's definitely got a lot more experience. Um, you know, he he could probably handle the pressure of an NFL game a lot better than than Jordan Love might be able to. Yeah. Um, 
But if we see love out there over um, over Bortles, I think that's a really good sign for, for how, how much he's come along. Um, cause they didn't expect him to play for at least two yeah. years, you yeah. know, two or three years, you know, and, and now Rogers has, has fast forwarded that. But, um, if he gets out there, if he's playing week one, um, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be happy about that. Cause that, that tells us that he beat out Blake Bortles and, uh, and his, he's got a shot at running this offense, you know, the way it should be ran. I mean, I don't, I don't understand it. If, if, if Rogers was really upset or, you know, really ticked off that Jordan Love was uh, drafted. Beat Jordan Love out. Beat him out until they had got to trade him. Beat yeah. him out until his rookie contract's gone and they've got to get rid of him. Yep. Right? Well, I you mean, know, we did have, Brett Favre did have guys like Matt Hasselback who sat there for years and then finally they just had to, to just let, he's got to go somewhere else. We can't afford the guy. He's a backup. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, you know, that, that kind of happened with Brett too. You know, Brett won. He retired. It was a little different, but it's, it's really the same, same fucking thing. Brett yeah. retired and, and then he wanted to come back. And I remember, you know, the Packers said, fine, you could come back, but you have to come and you have to compete. You, if you want to win, if you want the job, you have to win your job back. And he's like, no, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. So there's a, there's a prima donna aspect to both of them. And that's what, that's what we've got with Rogers right now. He knew that this year was the last year based on the contract because because the rest of the years we don't really have to pay him anything you know we can we can get rid of him and and we can move on so it's it's he's got an ego and and it's it's a very fragile one and it's been shattered and uh and now he wants to go because i know what he wants to do he wants to go out and he wants to do what brett came back and did in 2009 and fucking and beat us I think he wants to be Brady. I think he thinks he can do what Brady does and show up in Tampa and call all your friends who will come over and some owner will do what you want. And you know what? Go do it. Whatever. Yeah, but what he but what he's not going to do is is take the same type of deal that that Brady took. You Thank, know? You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. No matter Thank where you. he no matter where he goes, he's going to want okay, I need the money too. I need the money too. You know? That's exactly it. If it wasn't about the money, there'd be restructuring all the time. He wouldn't yep. be taking the lion's share of the salary cap. I mean, you know what? I Can think that there's about Rogers. Yeah. I think that there's <laughs> been I, I'm gonna edit most of this out. You understand? <laughs> there's only gonna be a 60 second clip, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just a little teaser. <laughs> all right, let's move forward. So, Jeremy, if you had one message. To Packer fans out there, what would it be? I'd say, you know, hang tight. You know, I, I see, I see um, there's a lot of fans out there that are just kind of in denial about everything that's going on. Um, and I, 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 I'd say, you know, I think we're going to be all right. You know, just, just if we're not, we're not, you know. Don't worry. Yeah. About <laughs> a lot of things. Everybody. Yeah. Everything's gonna, <laughs> gonna be, gonna all, be right. all right. Exactly. <laughs> if if Bears fans can root for their team when they're bad, <laughs> like they have been so goddamn long, we need to do the same. We have to stick it out. Right on. Thank That's you, it. brother. Yeah. That's perfect, man. That's yeah. perfect. I was gonna tell you guys a, a joke about pizza, but it was too cheesy. 
Oh gosh. Oh. <laughs> so oh. I, 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 I've heard the dad joke things, and I, and I kind of have one. All right. That's I, I was, that was what I was leading into. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure nobody's ever laughed at this joke, um, except for me when I say it. But uh, it, it's what do you get when you mix a brown chicken with a brown cow? You get brown chicken, brown cow. Brown chicken. It's really only for me. <laughs> it's truly only for me. I'm stealing. Wah, wah. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. My favorite one that uh, uh, my favorite one is, is uh, I wanted to join a nudist colony, but I couldn't get the wrinkles out of my birthday suit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's better. That's I like better. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Jeremy, it has been a pleasure, brother. It has been an honor to meet you finally face to face. Here we Definitely. are, Canada, talking to California. There you are. Tell people where they can find you on Twitter, on social media. Yeah, it's it's uh, really Twitter's the only only thing I mess with. It's it's Rets underscore Jeremy, um, and that's that's kind of it. I've got an Instagram, but I, I don't do anything with it. I stay off of Facebook. So uh, um, at Rets underscore Jeremy, that's me. A lot of fun to see you again, man. You Last too. Last time man. I saw you, I was grilling and we were chugging some beers during. Yeah, we've done. Oh, real quick, look, yeah. I, me and me and Bruce have done a. Uh, a few virtual chugs and, and when things had started opening up, I was at this bar with my wife and I'm doing one with Bruce and I've got a 24 ounce Stella and I'm like, well, I'm going to do it. So I start taking it down and I felt really good about it. I pretty much did it, but at the, at the very end, it was still full of foam and I chugged this mouthful of foam and I coughed and I spit it all up all over the bar and people beautiful. were looking at me. It I, was, I witnessed it. It was beautiful. It was so embarrassing. But I still, I count it because I got to the club. So <laughs> I did count. it. It does count. I but did yeah, it. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll keep we'll, doing we'll, that, brother. We got to keep we'll, doing that. Beautiful. Trip. Yeah. Well, we're going to be, we're going to be doing it uh, in real life here pretty soon, man. And I, I can't wait. I wish you could be there, Matt. Uh, you know what? It, it's Maybe. right now. It's uh it, it's actually starting to look like it might open up for me. They're cool. saying fully vaccinated people. I just got my second uh, Pfizer shot today. So technically cool. two weeks, yeah. I'm able to, you know, uh, uh, go down there. We'll just have to see if that means I can. This has been Packers Without Borders. Remember to be good to each other. Life is about God, family, and the Green Bay Packers. Until next time, que Dios nos bendiga, nos vemos. Still suck.